Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kiara Chanel DeMoselle, live on the Raw Truth Radio Show, coming back again. I'm so glad that you guys have decided to tune in with me today on this beautiful September month. I am so glad that I am back because I have so much to catch you guys up on. I mean, like, (laughs) the tea is piping hot, sis, and girl, like... (laughs) But I definitely did take a little time off of the radio due to me um, starting school. I am in school for real estate right now, um, and it's the advanced real estate program. So it's going really, really fast. So I'm having lots of homework and to write papers and to do things. And I decided that I wanted to like focus my attention on my education so I can make more money, you know. But that does not mean that I need to neglect my radio show listeners. So I am back again. I'm about to drop hella productions on y'all today. So be on the lookout for that. It is your girl, Kiela Chanel Demoiselle. And you are live on the Raw Truth Radio Show right now. Let's get into it. Before we get started today on today's show, I just wanted to say thank you all so much for tuning in constantly, even when I'm not being consistent. I want to say thank you for listening, thank you for sharing, and thank you for continuing to be supportive. And because of that, you guys have made me feel like it is my duty to do what I came here to do. And I love that type of pressure because it's like, you guys give me a meaning of something that I thought was just like, oh, it's just a little habit or it's just a little hobby of something that I like to do. But because people are actually tuning in and telling me that they are enjoying the content and they're enjoying the show, it makes me want to keep going and it makes me want to get better. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I just want to say thank you all for your love, your support, and your continued kindness. It does not go for unnoticed or I do not take it for granted so thank you so much for supporting my black is first radio show so today we're going to be getting into the real deal today um I'm not sure if I've ever made an episode like this before but I'm just gonna go off of my confidence and I'm gonna step outside of my comfort zone and I'm gonna do it today in today's episode we will be talking about daddyless daughter syndrome it's a real thing and before I get into this topic which is very touchy If you are a daddyless daughter or you think you know what that means, I would like for you to comment below or like type or tag someone that may need to hear this because by the time we're done talking about this topic, not only will we get into the real nitty gritty, but I'll be giving you seven steps to heal, which I'm also taking myself because the healing is so necessary, guys. I mean, I really just went through some crazy ass shit last week that literally, like, if I was a weak ass bitch, I probably would have committed suicide. Like, 
just mentally the way that this man just drained me and everything and I'm not even talking about my dad and that's the thing about daddy with daughters it's like when you don't have that relationship that you desire with your dad all the other relationships with men are just off balance you know what I'm saying you're either doing too much or you're not doing enough or you know it's just always weird you know and awkward or whatever but I personally can only speak on my own experience and um to be honest I have never really just had like the best relationship with my dad um him and my mom were married years ago and they divorced like when I was in like middle school I think it was like eighth grade the divorce was finalized like like by the so before I got to high school everything was like done and he got married like literally like the next year like a day before him and my mom's anniversary so it was some all it was some shady shit though it was some shady shit but anyway um because he's not even married to her no more so it don't even matter but um when I think of dads and I think of my relationship with him, I always go to defend him and I'm always like, well, you know, his mom died at this uh, at a young age or, you know, uh, his dad treated him this way or he didn't have this, he didn't have that. And I realized I was making excuses for him to treat me the way that he has treated me thus far. Like, even if your dad wasn't abusive and, like, didn't, like, mentally emotionally or physically put you down his absence still does take a toll because it's like if your friends have their dad around and you seeing them like have that special bond that relationship with their dad or with their brothers it's like they're more well-rounded and I feel like when you don't have your dad I swear to god I don't know if it's just me but comment down below if you can relate but it seems like you almost take it as if every dude that try to talk to you, like, even if he say hello, he's like, oh, he likes me. Like, he's trying to talk, talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know how to separate it. I don't know how. I mean, I have good relationships with my brothers. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think every dude trying to talk to me, but it almost seems as if. You know what I'm saying? Because not having that strong bond or having that bond at all with your dad, you can't really, like, put the difference to the side like okay I know that this person is just trying to be nice or this person is full of shit or you know you have to learn through trial and error through your own life which is absolutely okay but like I said today we're going to be talking about daddyless daughters and we're going to be getting into the nitty-gritty and I'm going to be letting you know about me and I'm going to be letting you know um, where I'm coming from and how I even came to this topic so um We'll get into that right now. To be honest, I've always wanted to do an episode about daddyless daughters because as an adult, a lot of people will tell you, like, that shit old, like, get over it, like, you holding on, like, you know, like, just move on, like, he not my ex-boyfriend, like, he's my dad, like, he gonna always be my dad, you know what I'm saying, so I don't feel like it was necessary, I mean, people can say whatever they want to say, but I didn't feel like it was just really that healthy to, like, try to, like, oh, forget that nigga, fuck that nigga, and I've done that, like, I'm, I've done all the different mindsets you can think of, like, I've blocked him, I've, you know, said, fuck that nigga, like, 
I'm gonna treat him how he treat me. Like men, they have this thing. Women are learning it more now too. But men don't be giving a fuck about what we be stressing on. And I honestly feel like my dad just did not give a fuck about like the fact that I wanted a better relationship with him or the fact that I wanted to um, have those daddy-daughter privileges or anything like that. Like, I always wanted to be a daddy girl. Like, why don't I get that option? Like, why can't... I'm spoiled as it is, but I want to be spoiled by my dad. Like, I'm now spoiled because I take the opportunity to spoil myself, and I've learned that from my mom because she's always been an amazing, great provider. Um, But it's so hard, you know, raising children and you don't you only got one parent everything is so one-sided you know so um that is my perspective of why I wanted to do this topic you know um as far as the relationship that uh, I have with my dad like as of now we don't speak we don't talk we don't you know follow each other on social media or anything like that um, which is actually kind of a good thing right now because, like, it's no point in him, like, just stalking me. Like, it was always weird to me, like, how he wouldn't talk to me, but he's following me on my social media. Like, he's seeing everything that I'm posting. Like, even for my birthday, like, this nigga did not say happy birthday. Like, but he looked at my story. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit makes me upset. So, I blocked him. Yo, you don't have the right to look at me. But, of course, I probably made that, like, off of an emotional decision. Like, just being real. But I did what I did and I said what I said. So, until I get over this healing, it's going to be that way. Because I need my space. I need my... You know, I need, for me, I, I'm the type of person, like, I have to step away, separate myself from the situation in order to see the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, as it is. And to be honest, he's living his life, okay? He, like, doing his own thing. And that's how it's always been. Like, me and my dad has never really just been, like, the perfect daddy-daughter relationship. And I don't think anybody has the perfect daddy-daughter relationship. But, like... If anything is solid, it's his absence. Like, I know he's not going to be there. I know he's not going to do anything. Like, my dad works on cars, and I can't even get him to fucking put oil in my car. Like, the fuck? Like, useless. Like, it just makes me so mad. You know what I'm saying? So, it's almost like I've conditioned myself to believe that I don't have a dad. You know what I'm saying? And then when shit gets rough, and I wish I had, like, a male point of view, like a male figure to talk to, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know I can't talk to him. I don't have him, you know, a part of my life like I would like to. So, um, you know, it's, that's how it feels. I think I feel like I put all my feelings about it, like, into a bottle because I still get, like, emotional about it, and I still get, like, mad. Like, I'm a person that goes, like, from sad to mad, like, I'm sad about it because what you did, how you did me, but then I'm mad about it because I would never do you like that. You know what I'm saying? So my emotions are there, are still there. So that's how I know that I need to do some healing. And I'm not afraid to mention any of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not afraid to mention that, you know, my daddy ain't shit and it's by choice. It's not like circumstance, like. 
oh, your mama divorced me and you moved all the way to Canada. It ain't like that, nigga. Like, I stay, like, 60 miles, 100 miles at the most from him. Like, And even when I, like, was younger and him and my mom had just divorced around my eighth grade year, um, he stayed, like, in the same city as me. And I would never see him. Like, never. You know what I'm saying? And I just... I'm like, how could you? Like, how how can you have children out here in the world, daughters, and you don't even, like, call them to see if they got a pot to piss in? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just just baffles my mind sometimes. But I feel like his absence is going to make me a greater mom in the future. And I'm definitely going to make sure that my children have a really great dad. Like, that's my number one thing. Like, having a great dad, like is a very important thing for me. So there there are some perks to being a daddyless daughter because, I mean, I guess, like, the perks would be, like, you don't want a dad like him, so you're going to go out of your way to find somebody different. And two, I guess, like, if I grew up with my dad in the house, I probably would be different because you know how dads be like, oh, you can't wear this, you can't do that. yeah. I mean, my mama was strict, but it's my mom. You know what I'm saying? So she's gonna, she had a different perspective on things. She was a little more free than I guess my dad would have been because I'm his daughter or whatever. But I missed out on that. And I'm, I don't, I'm glad I didn't have to, you know, go through that or anything. I want to con, I want y'all to comment some things down below that your dad has done that is so annoying. Like girls with dads in the house, like. Comment below, like, girl, yes, like, this is what he be doing. Like, because I know some of y'all daddies probably be doing the most. So, let me know in the comments. But, yeah, that's my relationship with him. I do desire to have a better relationship with him. Like, I feel like what I'm asking for is simple. Like, I want my dad to call me. He don't even have to call me every day. Like, just once a week. Call me, see how I'm doing, talk to me and crack jokes. We can talk about football. Like, I don't even give a fuck, like, what we talk about. Like, talk to me. Um, I would like for him to see me, like, come, like, want to be involved in my life. Like, oh, you got a new apartment? Oh, what do you need? Like, you need something? Like, or, you know, if I got a new car, like, oh, okay, dude, let me make sure they got you a good deal. Let me, you know, make sure everything on your car working right so you can be safe on the road, like, I want that, like, I want that extra layer of security, like, I want to know that my dad cares, like, I want to know that I'm priority, you know, to him, but like I said, I feel like I've made up too many excuses for him already as to why he can't be a great dad for me, you know, uh, based on his own experience, but it's like, damn, daddy, like, how long are you going to allow that to be uh, an excuse of why you can't be a great dad? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, time goes and, you know, time is the best buffer in life. And with time, we can heal. And y'all know on the Raw Truth Radio Show, this is a place where we can keep it real and we can heal. So I'm going to get right into the seven life-changing habits that will help us with this daddyless daughter syndrome. So, daddyless daughter, seven steps to becoming whole. 
I am strictly like reading this off of HuffPost.com. So all the credits go to them. So I'm just like giving us a rundown on the seven steps. Okay. So step number one says healing through repeating. A daughter's first bonding experience with any man is, is with her father. And a lack in this bonding impacts her so intensely that all subsequent relationships she has with men are filtered through the relationship she has with her father. We tend to attract to us the father we had because it is a familiar feeling, even if it is unhealthy. We accidentally gravitate towards those who treat us like we did. This is a great opportunity for healing because with each unhealthy man we choose, we can see the problem was never with us being flawed or defective. Rather, it was in having a less than stellar father and then picking low quality men. This awareness is healing and will help us be more aware of what to look for as we pick men to love. Oh, I like number one so much, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm about to do an episode with some motherfucking tea on it because <laughs> I got to tell you something, but I'm gonna, I'm not going to tell you now. You got to come back. So let's move on to number two, boundaries. One of the best ways to heal from a less than stellar father is to set boundaries on the relationship you have with him now. In this way, you can get to control what kind of contact and quality the relationship has. By doing this, you are putting yourself first in a way he never did. And you get to decide how much connection, if any, in some cases, this man will have in your life. Feeling this power will become the feeling you will learn to take into your future relationship with men and in all other relationships. I can definitely use some more boundaries, like no cap. Acceptance, trying to get love, approval, attention, and affection from a man who cannot give, it only serves to put you in to continual rejection and abandonment. If you can look at your father as a pint and yourself as a gallon, then you can see that he is giving you all the print, all the pint he has in terms of love. So it is you who has to adjust your expectations down from a gallon to accept and to accept that he is a pint and limited in what he can give. His limits have nothing to do with your value. They only have to do with his limits. Oh, I love that one so much because that is so true. Like, I'm a gallon. Like, my daddy not even a pint, bitch. He like a fucking cup. Like... He don't got no love for me or no other woman. Like, I I honestly believe that, like, my daddy does not love women. Like, he don't know how to love women. Like, so, like, that's why I gave him that excuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't love his wife. How could he love me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is one person you're definitely supposed to love, your wife. You chose her. You proposed to her. Like, you wanted her to be your wife, yet you mistreating her? So, it only made sense to why he wouldn't love me. Oh, that's some good tea right here. Okay, moving on. Number four, live your own life. Fathers tend to take the role of the dictator, mentor, and guide in raising a pioneer rather than a princess. However, you are here to live the life of your dream, not to meet the dream and need your father may have for you. 
Being good enough will have to come from your own idea of your life and your passion and not from his approval or disapproval. In living your own life, you are letting him know that he can no longer control you or dictate your path. That is so true, sis. Like, live your life. That's whether this is your father or this is your man or any man. Like, one thing you can always do that's going to always make you continuously, like, just be that chick is to continuously like move on like don't let shit stop you like when i tell you i'm telling you y'all this next episode that i'm gonna make when i tell you what's going on or what happened and you see that i'm still standing and i'm still here you're gonna be like sis there's nothing that we can't do because us women and we're so strong moving on number six embrace your power Now that you are an adult, you are on the same level as your father. You are not a vulnerable child anymore, dependent upon him. You can relate to your father as one adult to another. And if you can look at the bigger picture, you can see him for the weak or unhealthy man that he is. And for whatever reason, he wasn't able to communicate with you or love you well. You can generate empathy for him a little easier. Acknowledge the holes he left in your heart. But stop expecting that he can or will heal those hurts for you because clearly he is not capable. Mm. Number seven, last but not least, know when to let go. If your relationship with your father is full of continual abandonment and rejection, this is very painful. Your father, due to his own life experiences, has shut down. There may come a time you will have to accept that there is nothing you can do to affect any change or get him to see you the way you deserve to be seen. It is incredibly painful, but there are fathers out there who are totally incapable of a relationship. Grieve. This is a significant loss and let go. Set yourself free of that baggage of all his negative messages. Let him be who he is, but no longer let him infect you and make you feel small in your own life. It is okay to let go and no longer engage with him. It says, many women don't have the experience of having, a, of having had a healthy relationship with their father, but it does not mean their life is ruined or they cannot establish healthy relationships with men. In reality, all fathers disappoint their daughters. It's natural. You need to become aware of what needs you had filled and which you didn't by your father. And find those elements which you are missing in other healthier ways. Though your other relationships which help you to feel whole. Wonderful lives are possible without having had a healthy father. Little life message. You determine your worth. Love yourself. So yes, y'all, I just want to say a little disclaimer. Sorry about the little door and the noise you heard earlier. My sister was coming in while I'm recording. But you know, this is the raw truth. We're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it rolling. You know, that don't even matter. So, you know, I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in again today on the Raw Truth Radio Show. 
with your hostess, Kiara Chanel Demoiselle. And I'm so glad that you guys are here, and I'm so glad that you decided to be here and listen and tune in. Remember, if you are a daddyless daughter, girl, shake that weight off. We are healing, okay? We don't have time to be waiting on no men, not even our dads, okay? Because, like, we got billions to make. We got things to do. Like, women, we are so powerful, you know what I'm saying? And the best thing we have is time. And time is going to heal all of this. As you can see, we are so worthy. We are so worthy. So do not let this daddyless daughter syndrome that is something of the past ruin your future because you are worth it. You are phenomenal. You are beautiful. And you are amazing. And I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.